Our scripture reading this morning comes from the book of Mark, chapter 7, verses 31 through 37. And again, he went out from the region of Tyre and came through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, within the region of Decapolis. And they brought to him one who was deaf and spoke with difficulty. And they entreated him to lay his hand upon him. And he took him aside from the multitude by himself and put his fingers into his ears. And after spitting, he touched his tongue with the saliva. And looking up to heaven with a deep sigh, he said to him, Epitha, that is, he opened. And his ears were opened and the impediment of his tongue was removed. And he began speaking plainly and he gave them orders not to tell anyone. But the more he ordered them, the more widely they continued to proclaim it. And they were utterly astonished, saying, He has done all things well. He makes even the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. May God bless the reading of his word. Just the other day, I picked up Madeline from school. And you know that we lived life on the edge. We lived life in the, in the fast lane. We had the music up because it was one of our songs that we both liked. And we were singing, and the sky was real bright. And I caught myself doing something funny. And then it, and then it led me to, to think about other things that we do. I turned down the radio so that I could see better. And then the other day I was talking to someone and they pulled down their mask so that they could hear better. How many of you have done this when you're riding with someone, maybe your children growing up, put your arm out, right, right, had to slam on the brakes, put it right there. And you find yourself still doing that even today if there's a quick sudden move that needs to be done or made. How many go to the refrigerator, check it, see what's in there? And a few minutes later, go back and check again to see if there's something that has appeared in the last 15 minutes. We do a lot of senseless things, a lot of purposeless things. But today, the scripture that Ron so beautifully read for you had to do with friends bringing this man who could not hear and speak to Jesus. A very purposeful action. They brought him to Jesus. And if you listen carefully, you, you notice that, that Jesus pulled him aside. Not to do anything in front of everybody, because Jesus, he at this time was tired. He was performing miracles. He was pretty known in this area of the Decapolis, all these cities that he was going in, crowd after crowd they were building, and Jesus really wanted to rest. But the friends cared enough, cared enough to bring this man to Jesus who could not hear, who could not speak. Jesus pulled him aside one-on-one. -on -one. And that is how Jesus deals with each of us. One-on-one, -on -one, we have that relationship. That's why we talk so much about living and loving and, and knowing Christ, of those prayer time and those times that we are quiet 
and Silate. Jesus, pull this man aside. And I just imagine the conversation that they had. Getting to know him, knowing what his need already was, and looking at this man, they're talking, and Jesus looked up, he looked to heaven, and he said a deep sigh. <sighs> I don't know about you, but I catch myself sighing all the time, running late. <sighs> going to a store and it's closed because there are no workers. <sighs> going to a fast food place, rattling the door and can't even go in because there are no workers. On after on, we, we may sigh, oh gosh, what a day I'm having. What a week this has been. Oh, but Jesus, when he sighed, he, he looked up to heaven and he sighed because he saw this man's condition. Not his physical, but the sin that, that had just run rampant through his body, the sin that was all over the sin that Jesus knew. And Jesus sighed, and, and it, it is the same word that the Greek that groaned. Utterings too deep for words. Jesus sighed, looking, looking to heaven, looking to his Father. Jesus sighed. Not only got to know the man connected with him, but he looked to heaven because he knew God had already prepared this. He looked to heaven. He put his hands in the man's ear. And this is something that is not too pleasant, but he, he opened his hand and he spit and he rubbed the man's tongue. And Jesus said these words, Afatha, Afatha, be open, be open. One word, one word does the deed. The same word that Jesus said to Lazarus, Lazarus, come forth. Be opened. Be opened. In the 12th and 13th century, this was the command that was given as the new candidates came out of the water of, of baptism, the word, Ephatha, be open, be open to the, to the hearing of God's word, be open to speaking and proclaiming his word, Ephatha, be open, be open. Be open to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Listen, listen, and be open for the reading and the hearing of God's Word. A time of moving. Be open. Many of you watch Missy, and she, she makes it look so easy when she does the children's moment. And in the past, I've, I've had the joy of doing the children, uh, of being with the children of of giving them a special moment. And one particular week, I remember so well, I was priming the pump with the, with the children, asking them, how do, you, how do you love the Lord? And we talked about the sun. We talked about what the Lord gives us. We talked about breath and life. And, and I wasn't getting much answer, so I just kept pushing. How do you, how do you love the Lord? And one little boy kind of sheepishly raised his head. And he said, I love the Lord because I guess it just runs in our family. <laughs> and I thought, what a great, 
What a great testimony. It just runs in our family. My friends, it starts with you and me being open, being open to the love and the moving, the presence of the Lord. Ifata. I think of Jamie this morning, our newest, our newest child of God. I think of what, what will be his life in 20 or 30 years from now when, when somehow, some way he, he recalls this day. He recalls this day of coming out of the waters and he said, you know, I said at the top of my voice, Jesus Christ is Lord. Imagine, imagine his testimony. Imagine the people, the people who will know the Lord because of his life. Imagine those who will be open to the moving of the Spirit because Jamie, because Jamie has shared, Jamie has lived, Jamie has listened. Ifata, be open, be open. I love this scripture because Mark is so, he's so careful to tell everyone, don't don't tell anybody. This this is what Jesus was ordering. Don't don't tell a soul and you know what happens. But the, the central theme of this was the people wanted a miracle worker. They wanted a wow dazzler. They wanted someone who was gonna perform miracles and just show the power of Messiah. But Jesus realized, Jesus realized that the work was not yet done. He had to go and open tombs. He had to finish, he had to finish through the cross so that others would know that our Lord was not only open, he willingly died for you and to me, for me. Ifata, open to where the Lord will send you. Open to what the Lord would have you do. Open to the new directions in your life. Jesus looked at the men, and today through the power of technology and through the power of the Holy Spirit who is here and who is with you, he says to you, be opened. Be open. I remember 10 plus years ago, I remember being at a CBF convention and listening to the time of missionaries. The missionaries were sharing, Jack and Kathy and so many that have come through this church. Darren and Shauna right now who are, who are on, in the hospitality house among us. But I remember one night the missionaries were sharing. It was, a, it was a family and they had some college students. They were sharing what it was like to go. I think the country was Rwanda. I, I just, I can't, I can't remember the exact details of where they were going. But I remember the story, the testimony was shared. Of, they were getting on the boat, this family, this, this husband and wife, and they had three children and one was older, and two were college age, 
And they got on the boat and they overheard the captain mockingly and arrogantly saying, look at that family, they're going to die. One of the the children who was a college student, she turned around in a very polite but a very firm way said, oh no, oh no, I died a long time ago. I died, I died to myself, and I'm so open to the leading of the Spirit. I am so ready, and I'm good, I'm good. If we do die physically, if I die physically, I'm good. So I know where I'm going. I know who I'm serving. I'm open. I'm open to the leading of the Lord. That is our call. That's that is what we've been thinking about all this month is to being a disciple is to be open, to be listening, to be available, to be willing. We talk often, don't we, about being late. It's never too late. And that is a wonderful concept of grace of of loving and serving the Lord. It's never too late, but uh, it's also never too early today. Today. Being open to the leading of the Lord. I think about this week and I think about all the places that we'll go, all the places, all the people that you will see, all the people that Jamie will see this, our new child of God. May we be listening. May we be open. Ron read something at the very last verse that I want to I wanna just challenge you with. After Jesus said, shh, don't tell anybody. They looked around and they they said with amazement one to another, wow, he does everything well. That's what the world needs right now. To have believers, to have believers say, he has done everything well. It is well in my life. He's alive. Ifata. May that be our prayer. May that be our action. May that be our witness to the leading of the Lord. Let's pray together. Oh Lord, I thank you I thank you for the power of this day. For the small ways and the incredible ways that we feel you moving among these, your people. Lord, your word intersects us in a difficult time. We have personal struggles. Your cause 
But your victory has already been won. May we be open. May we be open when you pull us aside. May we seek you. May we bring others to you. May this be our testimony this week. Oh Lord, you do everything well because of the relationship that we have with you. Lord, in this time, prepare us, empower us to live for you. May this be our testimony. We're not only open, we're ready. For Christ's sake, we pray, we study, we worship, we struggle. Amen. Our hymn of response this day, it's where he leads. It's not where I lead. It's not where I want to go. It's where I'm willing to be led, to be in the power and the presence of the Lord. Wherever he leads, I'll follow. Let's stand and sing. Let's respond to the moving of the Spirit. Let us have open hearts to follow wherever he might lead, not only in these few moments, but in the real worship that begins when we leave this place. Let's stand and sing to the glory of God.